let me say that the political if you like, the political big This is the News Made Us Do This podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy Ace. You're not middle class, you're not black white. Enjoy one podcast at a time, discussing all things. Statistically, it looks like in London yeah. right now, yeah. this is predominantly a problem of young black teenage boys. Alright, 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 alright. You are tuned in to the news. Made us do this. Let's go. This is the news. What's going on, bro? Bro, a lot has been going on in my life. What's been going on with you, bro? Oh, good, my guy, man. Can't complain. Yeah. Still quarantining, quarantine, quarantine, and chill. Yeah, you've been looking them properly. Huh? You been? Have you been um fully quarantining? Yeah, I'll be honest. I think I've done really well in terms of like lock, lockdown, though, because like I haven't linked up with anyone outside my family. Yeah. Um, I can testify to that since we, you know, yeah. we have to record via Zoom. But shout out Zoom, though. Yeah, shouts him. Um, yeah, I ain't looked like so, but obviously, I feel like I'm being taken for a mug though. Why is that? Because you see, so you must have seen in the news all this stuff about Dominic Cummings. To be honest, I've had such a busy week, I've, 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 I've seen mentions of it, but I don't really know what's been um, going on. Yeah, so no, Dominic Cummings is uh, Dominic Cummings. Uh, is a special advisor to um, the government, Boris Johnson in particular. Uh, he got brought on, I think, for like Brexit and all that kind of stuff. And uh, he's been quite vocal uh, during the um, coronavirus lockdown, quarantine uh, plans and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So anyway, this guy yeah, decided to drive... Oh, sorry. Firstly, he has coronavirus. Him and his wife both have coronavirus or had coronavirus, just to say. And they decided to drive from their London home all the way to Durham because apparently they couldn't, they wanted to have childcare for their child, for their kid. They have a young kid. So cool. But the rules in, this, in, in the guidelines, and again, I'm not going to be blind and say I've read the rules. I haven't read the rules in any detail whatsoever. But it's quite clear from the government's uh, addresses that it's stay at home, save lives, yeah? And it's quite strict on what you can and cannot do during this period. Like people haven't been able to go to funerals of their loved ones. Yeah, because, man. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. And the government's made it quite clear. I see a video the other day with some um, young young black brother from Manchester. I think taking a tree from his mum's house or something like that. You know, helping his mum in some sort of way. He getting harassed by the police because he was they were like, well, no, you're breaking the quarantine guidelines. Yeah. But my man, this Dominic Cummings guy drove all the way to Durham. Yeah. Durham. Huh? Where, where did he drive from? From London to Durham. Okay. That's a, up north. That's a proper up north. Um, easily five-hour drive, yeah? Mm. Easy five-hour drive. This guy would definitely would have stopped for petrol at least once. Definitely. So being in contact with people there. From what from what, what I've seen, the statistics, the statistics, Durham only have like 100 cases of COVID-19. And now here's my man leaving London that has the highest cases of COVID, going all the way to this town, whatever, and putting other people at risk. So he didn't follow the guidelines. But what pisses me off the most, though, 
is that after all this and after he got found out because obviously this guy probably didn't get think he'll get found out yeah and, and the media got a whiff of it and the media got um a hold of it the news the arrogance of my guy he was asked he had a, he he gave a um, he gave a, a, a state address i guess or, or or yesterday or um at his house or in his garden yeah which is also peculiar because you understand he, he's not a publicly elected official Exactly. He's a special advisor, so he should be really in the background in the shadows. We really shouldn't know who he is like that. Like, really, unless you're, you know, you're, you work within politics or you're a journalist that works within politics. He hasn't been really, elected. Huh? He hasn't been elected. He hasn't gone... He's not, he's not he's been, elected he's public ...accountable by the public. Exactly. Like, we so, haven't put him in charge to be making these decisions or to be exactly. speaking on behalf of us. Yeah, here he is, like some sort of political celebrity like is almost like this is it this is it this is it for him for him to even be allowed to come out and like you know give a statement and stuff is peculiar in the first place really the prime minister shall come out which he has done and you know could have a condemned what he done or whatever but everyone literally all the big boys and the Tory government have come out and they've supported him. They said that, oh, what would you do if your child is sick? Is that, that's not the point. Like, you know, that's not the point. As far as, far as I'm concerned, people have been following the rules to... to, 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 to so, like, you know, if you have someone that's part of, you know, establishing these rules, who's breaking it, then what? What's that mean for everyone else? Is it one rule for them, one rule for everyone else? Are they, like, <laughs> above the law now? Are they above exactly. the they laid out? Is it? This is why now, yeah. In the beginning of quarantine, if I saw people out in that, I'd think, oh, you know what? That's oh, not good. Da, da, da. But now I can see the frustration in just the general public and the people when one, you'll have your you'll be you're you're not given clear um instructions as to how to follow the guidelines or how to or what's going on in regards to our our uh, what they call war against uh, COVID. And then you have high ranking officials breaking guidelines. And then basically just turn around and be like, all right, cool, I've done it, what? I broke the guidelines, what? Are you going to resign? No, I'm not going to resign. Why am I going to resign for? Why would I do that? Like, you don't care. Like, these men don't care. Um, and if, if I'm really honest with you, bro, I don't really care that much as well. I think it's just a piss take that people are following it to a T. You know, people have lost family members and friends, haven't been able to go and console, like, you know, haven't been able to go and see family members and friends. Mm. Yeah, my man's driving up, uh, what 500 800 mile round round trip from London to Durham, and here's another kick in the balls as well. So he said, yeah, that what's called <laughs> this guy's a prick. He said he, he his eyes felt impaired after um, contracting COVID nineteen. So he wanted to practice drive to see if he could drive or not. So mm-hmm. if someone said that to you, you think, right, cool, maybe you might drive around a block or something, or do a quick up and down. This guy drove 60 miles to another part of Durham, some place called Barnard Castle or something like that. And then spent 15 minutes there with his missus and all this kind of stuff. So he, he basically went there for a cheeky, a cheeky breakaway. Yeah. And that's and I think there's a lot of, you know, we we know we've talked about this all the time, class issues, race issues, you know, all these different things involved here. There's huge class issues issues in regards to this. Majority of people that are suffering right now haven't got gardens, so they can't even, you know, go out in the back garden and, you know, get some fresh air. Whereas my guy can drive all the way to Durham, where what I'm told is that his parents live in some like country estate kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, and all this kind of stuff. And they're just living their best lives out there, like Yeah. But, yeah. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's that's a shame, actually. You know, because it's like you know, at the end of the day, this government has been elected. They have been voted in by 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 the public, and 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 they're accountable. Yeah, they've kind of like sabotaged themselves and shot themselves in the foot here by allowing someone who's not been elected, he's not account, he's not cannot be held accountable by the public because their job is safe. Has been paid from the taxpayer, you know, taxpayer who's obviously working really hard to earn and their their money to feed their family and their family that they care about. Yeah, yeah. Th- these people that are voting, paying tax, are now being subdued to certain rules that have been laid out by this person that we're speaking about, Dominic Cummins. Yeah, he's saying, okay, cool, you don't do this. Yeah, apologies, even if, like Boris did say earlier, your loved ones have passed before the time. Apologies if that, as a fact that you cannot go to see them. However, however, I am going to, I am going to break these, the rules because of my justifications, you know. And you know what, yeah, his justifications are obviously like so selfish and self-centered. Even that little cheeky additional justification for the reason he's driven 60 miles to a location out of his journey towards coming back home, another location within, within Durham, who has a significantly lower count of cases of people with COVID. It's like, it's like, come on, man, why are you going to kick us, kick us when we're down already? We're already like demoralized, feeling guilty for even taking longer walks in the park because it is sunny. Who wants to be at home cooped up in the sun in the city? You know, quite a few residents in London have parents that live outside of London and have better, you know, access to fields and that. Yeah, I'm trying to say like, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's unreasonable. It's like, it's just like, it's, it's kind of like unforgivable. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, I totally understand, man. It's uh, for me they take again, like I said, they're just, they're just taking the piss now, bro. They're just taking the piss. Like, <sighs> like, come on, like, like, as much as you have an opposition, like, you're, we still want the best for the countries. We still want, want want them to be doing the best they can do for for the nation. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. like, like, I'm definitely not. A fan of the Conservative Party. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But I still don't want them to feel so badly that they feel the people yeah. so, so terribly. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It's 100%. just not, not in my interest because I want to have a good life at the end of the day. And this 100%. is just like it's just kind of like it's so disrespectful. Yeah. On top of on top of the the state of austerity we're living in now. So now now we're living in a state of mockery. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if he's he's doing this, getting away with this. Like, obviously, people within within their group that are justifying his decisions have probably likely taken similar trips. If they understand so much, and if they can jump to his defense so quickly, so sharply, with so much conviction that they're even speaking out on this, yeah, clearly they they sympathize and would likely do the same thing had they been in his position. And the thing is, it's likely that they have been in his position. So it's safe to assume that. Like out of five of them, at least one of them has 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 done similar has done the similar thing. You know what I mean? Like, Fair. and that was definitely most likely even before the rules relaxed a bit. 
Facts. No, 100%. Yeah. Everyone's saying that Dominic Cummins must have something big on Boris Johnson for Boris to come out and defend him like this. Because the way he defended him, bro, you'd think, right, like, that's a lot of, like, you're coming out of a lot of conviction to, to defend someone that's literally done wrong. So he to come out and be like, you know what, I acknowledge he's done wrong, but, nah, he didn't I come out like that. that. You know what I mean? Nah, he, he came out with, nope, I, he, I don't think he done anything wrong. Listen, listen, it's, it's, uh, it came out defensive against the nation. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a matter. You know, yeah. and it's not even like, like COVID has ended. COVID continues, you know. Oh, continue. I'm not gonna lie now. Yeah, I'm. I'm really thinking there might be a second wave the way things are going. You know, again, mm-hmm. like you said, like bro, the highest death rate in Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think I don't know if you've seen, but um. Second phase now, so non all non essential shops can start opening from June fifteenth. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so like you know your uh, trainer shops and betting shops and and things like that they can start opening from um, June fifteenth, but obviously still practicing a uh, uh, social distancing. I was a bit again. I think it's gonna be of a bit. It's gonna be a, a weird one for especially the high street because I don't think people are rushing back to go shopping like that. If I, if that makes sense, you know, like online shopping is there and it's strong and it's you know, it's it's convenient. Like places like West End and stuff, I just can't see. I just can't see West End being busy and stuff like that. Especially if you have to queue up to go into like Zara or or Selfridges or Topman or whatever like that. Like it's just. It's, it's going to be a weird it's shopping. Yeah, you know, it's so weird to me because when you consider, like, I've just um, got up like an, an article by the Guardian that was um, published earlier today, and it's um, saying that um, the UK um, outbreak has almost reached sixty thousand deaths. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's almost and these stats um, were released by the national um, the Office for National Statistics, and then. Um, yeah. According to the University of Oxford, the UK kind of reports the third highest daily death rate internationally. That's crazy. 4.49 deaths per million people per day. That's terrible. That's crazy. That, that's mad, you know. That's actually terrible stats, man. That's mad. That's actually mad. Like, and and they're they're looking to let people go out into into shops while while. <laughs> Well, 4.49 people per million people are dying. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, bro, it's it. There's there's obviously bigger things at play and like more sinister things at hand. Um, you know, I think definitely more so than anything, the government's major concern is the economy over people, it's definitely profit over people. Um, I think they're probably more concerned that you know the country as a whole tank. Uh, as opposed to death tolls rising and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I do think there is a fine balance, obviously, of obviously ensuring that we do have a, a strong enough economy to go back to once everything goes back, you know, once everything dies down. Mm-hmm. Uh, poor choice of words, maybe once everything, you know, clears, whatever. But um, but at the end of the day, people, people have to be put at the forefront of that, and that should be the most important thing, you know. If a couple of industries collapse, a couple of industries collapse, or a couple of companies collapse, we've had this conversation a couple of podcasts ago. That's capitalism. That's what they believe business in. Is they believe. Business is fell. Mm-hmm. That's it. Business is fell. Business is fell. That's all. You didn't build enough, you know, a strong enough 
business, you know, like business for business for. Like I was even saying, like during this period, yeah, no bookies have been open, yeah. Does it? Does do, do bookies really need to open again, bro? Like bookies might as well just close forever now. Like they're all online now. Close, just close the bookies because the only people that the only people they make get taking money from are those those um real real proper disenfranchised people so you know people addicted to drugs or really old people that are bored at home or usually unemployed that go there like bro i used to work in a bookie so i've seen it all like all types of people coming bro like i'm sure they've all found better hobbies during since bookies have closed well i like to think so anyway bookies have closed i don't know i'm taking a hit at the bookies but I've always been. Yeah. I've always, I've always, I, yeah, yeah. Bro, I live in an area where there's literally ten bookies from wow. one from where I live to down to bloody, um, I don't know, bloody the train station. <laughs> like it's nuts. Like it's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, and <laughs> those businesses shouldn't be allowed to reopen. There's no way. Like, the nah, thing I don't is, know how bookies are gonna but, do. Social distancing. If you've been in the bookies before, I don't know how they're going to do social distancing. No way, mate. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do. It don't make sense to me. It don't make sense how they're going to run and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see. Because again, like you said, bro, like the way work is going to be after this is going to be changed forever now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to push force companies who have been stuck in the Stone Age, who don't want to... Um, uh, implement you know agile working in their workplace and stuff like that they're going to force them to to invest in that in that technology um you know companies that haven't got an online presence they're going to be forced to now create online presence you know, like all these different things so it's going to be it's going to, it's going to change how people work now man. now for real work, it's going know. to keep them having an effect on the on the approach and i'm interested to see how what processes they're going to take to ensure the social distancing because they can't do, take the precautions that are currently being taken in supermarkets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because in supermarkets, the social distancing has hardly been able to be adapted to since the aisles are so yeah. small. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like once you're in that shop, you're in that in the whole war field of 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 like of people. Unless yeah. you're in unless you're living in a more uh, less populated area, and I'm talking mainly from a city perspective. You know what I'm yeah, to because it seems that they're using the justification of the fact that it's not really affecting the um, more rural areas with a, with a lesser population as much as it's affecting major cities, and that's the thing. The death rate in the cities is so significant. You know, they account for they they account for over sixty percent of the deaths, the death toll. Do you know what I'm trying to say in the UK? And where you're seeing like three hundred people per day dying in the UK. And then you're saying, okay, cool. That's an okay number. They are okay with 300 people dying a day. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. yeah. And then that's a number that satisfies enough for the cities and the other places around the world to open. And I definitely think that if we did want to manage it better, you would keep the cities, the the places where people are dying at a higher rate, yeah, on a more tighter, tighter, tighter quarantine and lockdown as opposed to other parts of the country that aren't experiencing such devastating death tolls. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Exactly. You know what I mean? And then even setting up mechanisms where if people did want to leave the city and go out into those 
out into those um, rural areas. There were quarantine measures where yeah. they were quarantined for 14 days, tested to ensure that they don't have the coronavirus, and then allowed to you know stay into that into that city. And then if they did want to go into in, into different cities again, they would go through yeah. similar um, precautionary measures. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like exactly. I feel like it's the management that has really flawed here, and the fact that they're treating every patch of land as though it's the same patch of land with the same with the same person. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's almost as, as though like certain groups and certain groups of people and certain groups um, in terms of geographical groups are left to kind of bear the brunt of this of this kind of battle against coronavirus you know and 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 it's a shame it's a shame it's honestly a shame when you look around the world and you see that they are ways that that this thing can be prevented and, and not prevented from meaning that we've developed a vaccine or cure, but prevented from spreading and being so devastating on um, the population. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be the way Boris said when he said many, many of your loved ones will die. Why? Did, I feel like this, this, now this, they're trying to force that statement to be like a prophecy. hundred percent, man. When, when it doesn't have to be the case because guess what? It's not happening all over the world in that way. We're top yeah. three. Why do we have to be top three for this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, we don't have to try and break every record. <laughs> you know? I totally agree with you, my guy. Keeping um the conversation about COVID current and fresh within our um our platform because Honestly, um, I feel like it can easily be blindsided and taken for granted, and the kind of severity of it can be can be um, under you know underestimated. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and then yeah. that kind of goes and touches onto kind of lifestyle and how people, I guess, have been forced to live during this time, and I guess of um, the kind of the kind of differences because you meant you touched on it earlier. Well, you mentioned that you know the um, customer, the customer base of of your of gambling shops would have, have changed their lifestyle. So it's interesting to kind of assume what they would be doing because yeah. online, yeah, online, there's certain things you can't buy anymore. You strictly can't buy. It. Yeah, it's literally. I've not got like a resource list online, like a compiled list, but just from my knowledge, yeah, you can't buy a whisk. <laughs> Can you not? Like on Amazon. We're going on Amazon. Okay. It's hard to buy shorts. Short shorts. Shorts, like for exercise. Okay. Okay. Like weights. <laughs> yeah, weights is yeah, weights is a myth. Everybody already knows about the flower thing. Yeah, the flower, yeah, flower thing. Everyone's everyone's become a baker during this quarantine period. You know? And then it's hard to also buy like mixing bowls, glass dishes. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone's picking up the hobbies that they'll probably do if they had the time. Like I think we spent we we spoke about this last podcast. Like you know, there's obviously a silver lining and all this 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 um madness that's going on. Like you know, people are spending more time with their families, working out more, sleeping more, reading more, all this kind of stuff. Like you know. 
even like within our community, like we're seeing, I'm seeing a lot of young young brothers just cycling everywhere. Exactly. Like the man them are doing Tour yeah. de France. Yeah. The man them are doing Tour de France, bro. Jogging. Like, our bro. Our sisters are jogging, bro. I'm bro, I'm seeing the man them doing Tour de France. I'm seeing people cycling from, from Hackney exactly. to Heathrow to Basildon. I'm thinking, nah, you're not doing a lot, but I'm respecting it. I'm respecting it. You know, and relying on and those kind of means, and even seeing the city and their their towns and ways I've never seen. Yeah, bro. Like, one of my guys, one of my, one one brother I know, um, he did a, a London uh, football stadium tour. He cycled to every single London football stadium. Oh wait, that sick. that's sick. Yeah, it was sick. It was sick. I can't lie. That's, was, that's actually so cool, man. That's nah. that's dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I respect it. I'm trying to get a bike. That's even speaking of that, it's, it's not even easy to get bikes. No, it's not. It's not. It's not easy to get bikes at all. It's not, especially a good bike, anyway. Because you can get a bike, but there's a lot of like rubbish bikes out there. You need to get, yeah. And and what that kind of shows to me, and like and like like you said, people's behaviors are are changing. Yeah. And because their behaviors are changing, the market is changing. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like. The businesses are just going out of out of out of business, and people can't do nothing. People yeah. can still have access to the things that they actually want and use now, yeah. you know. Yeah. So there's still capitalism isn't dying. <laughs> it's just that no. the people that are playing in it, some people have lost. Yeah. And some people are winning, and you know, it's like if they bail those people that are losing out now, then is it capitalism? <laughs> yeah. See, when realistically people are still getting. The, the, what they're demanding and now it's just that they have to use new new ways to supply it and, and it's given a chance for small business to now people to get into small business and people yeah. that are now having more more time on their hands are being able to like plan things like come up with more efficient ways to do things like I've seen so many people glow up on their cooking skills do you know what I mean? Yeah 100% are getting more skilled at PT and personal yeah. training so many yeah. are much more better conversationist and being so much more free and open yes. even to meeting people. Do you know what I mean? Like so yeah. many here have been um having like going on dates via um Zoom like, and stuff. Yeah, via Zoom and FaceTime. Yeah. FaceTime, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's been so much FaceTime dates and Zoom dates. And I'm even hearing that a lot of people are having managing to find better connections now with people yeah. than they did than they did in the in, prior to uh, the lockdown. Yeah, yeah. no, hundred percent. I, I, that makes sense to me because obviously you 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 know you're doing the talking stage thing for a longer period now. Like you know having to talk to someone on the phone for X amount of hours and stuff. You know, absent from touching and feeling up and all them thing there. Mm. All them good, good, all them good, good thing there. <laughs> like really, like I can I can see I can see I can see. Bro, I'm not gonna be surprised. There's, there's gonna be hella stories coming out of this where people say, "Oh, they met on, I don't know, an app or something," mm-hmm. and they just spoke on. They spoke on during quarantine for like three months, and then they came back. Bro, I could watch. I could, I could see a lot of stories coming out of this, man. A lot. And bro, do you know what I've even seen as well? Yeah, people are reconnecting with their neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Mad. Yeah. I've, like I've seen people like hitting up their old school childhood friend that still lives down the road from them and hanging out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, and going yeah. for like, going for that their walks, and obviously, like, meet going to the park and that, and exercising together. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So it's it's yeah. it, it, it's quite it's quite it's quite it's quite um quite interesting to notice. 
Nah, it's dope though. It's 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 it's, it's real dope, man. It's good energy. It's good vibes, man. It's good vibes. Like again, this this thing will pass. Um, one thing I don't want to happen though, bro, and this is what I always say, particularly with this country. I feel like there's a short memory span in terms of the fuckery that goes on sometimes. Like, so cool. All this stuff that's going on now, yeah? I don't want it to get to another general election and people forget. So this is why our podcast and other podcasts and newspaper articles and stuff is good because we're documenting this shit. So this stuff is there. So everyone needs to go back and listen to this in a few months' time if another general election gets called, which I doubt, but probably next year, and then listen to this stuff again because... What I don't want is no apathetic short memories to happen. And I don't want that no one get duped. Don't think because if the Tories give us some extra bank holidays at the in, at the latter stage of the year, I don't want us to turn around and be like, oh man, the Tories are making listen. A lot of a lot of a lot of nonsense has gone on during these last couple of months. Like, let's not forget. Let's not forget. Sorry to go back on a on a, on a, on a it's really real. It's really something to drum down. I know that we kind of like got to see like light spirits just now you know because you know exactly. COVID is kind of like a, a dampy mood and, you know it's good to lighten up when you hear about people making real connections real bonds and um actually having the time to themselves to do these things as a as a byproduct of the lockdown mm-hmm. and social distancing measures but let's not forget that this still this situation could have been handled better and had those situations they handled even in a better way maybe those bonds and connections that people have made would be, have the chance of lasting longer and rather than being cut short as uh, prophesied by our prior, current Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, you know? Because that, that is the tragedy as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, facts. One great thing that's come out of this as well is uh, Ricky Queens' album, Fuckerona. Fuckerona, dope. And touches on like kind of like a punk feel about kind of what's going on, you know what I mean, in terms of that, that um, the album name, you know. And, yeah. And obviously, yeah. The, the music, which really does double down and reminds you to, right now in this time, focus on your grind, focus on this spin self-improvement. You know? My man. Uh, uh, listen, listen, uh, go stream down all your major platforms. You know, and Apple Music, Spotify. But another thing, though, I know this is, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going off a bit. Um, uh, another thing, which has been, which, you know, obviously amongst the healthness, the health, the fitness and all that kind of stuff. I've gone back and watched some great television. Now, this is, a, The Wire is the best television show ever, bro. <laughs> that show, have you watched it? Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Now, that show is so wavy. The writing the acting, everything, wavy, so good. I don't. I, it's, it's, we need to do another podcast if we're going to discuss the wire. But yeah, dope. For real, for real, for real. And even speaking on that, yeah, right. Like basically, before lockdown, um, me and some of my um, work colleagues, we used to do like a, a movie night on Mondays, and um, thanks okay. to the party, we've managed to keep it up whilst maintaining social distancing and lockdown. So we've been yeah. partying every Monday. And watching good, good old movies, man. It's, that's been really good as well. Yesterday we just, um, we just watched uh, Goodfellas, and I've watched really? it before, but it was that's one of my favorite movies of all time. That film, phenomenal, remarkable, and the, and yeah. the, even when I watched it, I kind of forgot that it's based on a true life, a real, real story. Yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, 
based on the real story. But it's dope. Yeah, 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 man. Quarantine lifestyle. Lockdown. Lockdown, lockdown, man. Got this shit on lockdown. Hey. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. All right, bro. As always, it's been a pleasure talking to you know, sharing our opinions and sharing some news and some things that you might uh, w- want to go over and hear in a in a different format, an alternative format. Because as always, you know, the news made us do this. Made us do it. Huh? Yeah, yeah.